uh, uh, let's just say lately, people have been smelling a lot of the feet in the air. Um, by defeat, I mean my feet. Drake was not kidding when he said, no pun intended, but I'm smelling defeat in the air. And when you use uh, your shoes for everything, like shampoo or those body washes, there's like seven and one. Hey, you could shave, you could wash your balls, you can bathe your dog, you can use as toothpaste, you use as eye, you know, rinsing. Uh, um, feet are funky, and I would recommend investing in some foot spray. Uh, so yeah, that's my intro for episode 144 of the Often Be Podcast. I'm your host, Clint Nelson. Recording this at 3.43 a.m. Eastern, May 14th, on a Saturday morning-ish. Uh, oh yeah, like, comment, subscribe, follow the pod. Most importantly, guys and ladies, suck some titties. And I'm back. Um, I don't know when this is going to be posted. I'm going to try to get up on Saturday, but it'll probably be Sunday or something. I like how I posted three episodes last week, and I'm like, okay, I'm back on the ball. And then my lazy ass posted one fucking this week. And you know what? I've had ample opportunities to do it. I just didn't. Your boy's been uh, hitting the gym. Uh, and uh, I'm getting slim, like a slim gym. Uh, is the gym, am I hitting the gym? Or is the gym hitting me? I don't know. Either way, I'm tearing myself down. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh you know, I, I don't really, you know, typically I have at least a grasp of kind of what I want to get into. Last episode, I knew what I was going to get into. This episode, we're just going to have fun with it. And you know what? It may be like an old classic. We may revolt, resort to the old episodes where I would just literally say nothing. Say a bunch of shit and have no meaning behind it. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Which means I'll probably end up going on a 38-minute rant about... Why you should love your family. Because um, anytime I think I'm just going to fuck around, you know what happens? I end up uh, getting overwhelmed by my lack of emotions. Uh, but yeah, and I convince myself that I'm desensitized. And yet somehow I'm very sensitized to my desensitization. I can't even speak properly. But uh, yeah. Uh, grab my hair, pull it. Because I'm angel hair, baby. Because in bed, I am angel soft. Because I will, I, will, I will ask for your permission for every little thing. Consent is the way to go. Um, and uh, oh, kind of like the baby. Oh, Donnie, she uh, laid it down. And uh, the baby uh, didn't assault her. So she should consider it a win. At least as far as we know. Uh, even though she did kind of... You know, it was there? There was that video incident months and months back where it was typical baby mama drama, where it's uh someone getting kicked out of a house that's not theirs, and uh, they're surprised that the person they had a child with was uh exactly what everyone told them. I guess uh he really did a uh, give him some bop with it. Uh Jesus, and she was in that music video. I think that's how they met. Uh, I guess he really was, uh, he definitely was, uh, bopping that shit. Uh, Jesus, Clint. Uh, 
yeah. Just uh, don't be inside of a Walmart. Because, boy, he will beat the living fuck out of you. It's pending. Let's wait for the facts. It's like, man, the video says uh, facts. Ah, uh, Jesus. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, you know, some people really do have smelly feet, though. But I wonder, you know, our sense of smell. Our sense of smell, for sure. Our, our ability to not really be able to smell ourselves is fascinating to me i know there's probably proper science about why that is but who gives a fuck i'm not here for the facts i don't actually want to know why because what am i going to complain about for eight minutes or what am i going to really try to rationalize to myself if i actually can read some for a couple minutes and actually know about why our sense of smell of ourselves is not great i've never been told i have bad hygiene but when I smell my shoes when I take them off, I'm like, I know someone around me had to smell this shit. I know when I was running on the treadmill for 50 minutes, I know it wasn't my sweat that was making people around like, Ugh. it had to be the feet. But I wonder, can you smell someone's feet if the shoes are on pretty tight? Like if you're, if you're a double tire, like I'm a double tire, like I have this weird... I'm not very, uh, I, I am very uh, meticulous per se. I, I would say I'm very regimented. Like I have to, before I do anything, if I'm going to work out or at work, I have to double check my shoes because they're not tight enough or they're just not firm. They're not, you know, suffocating my top half. Just things don't feel right, you know? And... I just, uh, I wonder, can people, I wonder with our sense of our smell of ourselves, because all we can do is put on deodorant, all we can do is shower, all we can do is brush our teeth, but you know, you ever had like a burp four hours after you brush your teeth and you probably ate some beforehand, you burp and you're like, ugh, and you're like, I don't even know if I should talk to someone, and I don't even know if a breath mint is going to be the icebreaker for this one. Oh, it may break some ice, all right, because it will make everything fragile, kind of like your ego. Uh, and of course, it's just me overthinking this shit. This is why I don't approach people, because of Minty. Minty, Minty. Oh, it was Minty B. Okay, Clint. Now we're starting to get going. Uh, but I wonder what... If someone really smells you have bad feet, do they take the context of what you're doing to why your feet don't smell good? Like if you're running a marathon, if you're if you're one of those marathon for, you know, raising for breast cancer, doing those fake 5K bullshit. I don't want to call it bullshit, but you know what I mean. And if someone's running around, they're like, oh my god, this person's sweaty, they're this and that, they smell like shit. It's like, yeah. Context would say, if they don't smell like shit, they cared way too much about how they smell before they were going to run eight fucking miles, alright? So, I wonder, do you take the consideration of someone's breath, of someone's smell, and you can tell it's feet, someone's armpit, someone's hygiene, do you take the context of what they're doing and will that make a judgment of what you think about them? Why don't we give people grace? If someone smells bad one time 
or less than desirable, let's just say. Maybe like, hey, you know what? They don't smell great today. Maybe next time. If you go on a first date, and I know dates are different because you prepared, you definitely showered, you brushed your teeth twice, you even used mouthwash, you may even floss, which that's a terrible idea. If you don't normally floss, and you decide to floss before your first date, man, you're uh, chewing those egg rolls, they're going to feel crunchy and soggy, and you're going to be like, oh, oh, and then you're not going to be able to talk, and you're going to be bleeding from the gums. And then that's what happened when you chewed two pieces of gum beforehand. Oh, dentine. Oh, dentine. Oh, wait, is it dentine? Because it's like dentist, dentine ice. Dentine ice, by the way, highly underrated. It definitely what gives you that woo kind of feeling. Uh, it's kind of like cocaine for the mouth. Woo! Um, but why don't well, you know, if, if people smell... If someone has bad feet and it just smells eh, is it that big of a deal? Is it that much of a deal breaker? Like, let's say you see a hot guy at the gym, a la me. Oh, oh yes. Not saying this from experience, but let's say, you know, you see him doing the dip bars, dip, dip, dip. And you're looking at this guy and you're like, hmm. And then as you're like, you know what, I'm going to go do some dips and I don't even know how to do them. Maybe I'll ask him for a tutorial. Like, hey, how do you do those so well? And I was just like, uh, oh, a lot of isolation, baby. Um, <laughs> isolated movements in the forearms and elbows. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Imagine that would be a guy like. Look, man, I know I don't have the greatest game in the world, but even I wouldn't do that. Like, actually, uh, isolation in your moments. Nah, just be like, you know, you just got to extend, baby. Extend. Oh, extend with that extends. Um, <laughs> uh, this pod's going to be terrible. But, you know, what? we're going to have fun with it. Nothing serious this episode. And let's, let's say you're giving the girl, like, hey, you know, you just keep your legs up, keep your back straight. Make sure you keep your neck up, good posture. You don't want to have neck fusions. You don't want to be one of these linebackers in the NFL that has to retire after six seasons because their neck is all out of whack. You don't want that, all right? Necks are very sensitive. And it brings a question, should you actually work out your neck? I don't know. Like, you don't want to You don't want to have those big ass, you don't want to be like the big neck type of guy, but you want to have a, you don't want to have a thin neck and big traps either. You know, you got to extend your face. You got to mold your face, like, to your body. Because, little sidebar, you know, the whole idea of attractiveness is fascinating. Like, I'm not obsessed with attractiveness, because when you are, you are. (laughs) No, but when, when it comes to physical body, right, the thing that's a common thing that you hear, it's not about being so huge in one area. Well, maybe one area. Um, I don't know how you work out that one. You're going to need a little bit different than Kegel movements. Even though there are exercises, apparently, quote-unquote, where, and I think there are dudes, and I think dudes do it to extend the, 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 it's to extend the, the length. It doesn't do anything to the width of the girth, which is probably more realistic of what you probably could do. Get some more blood flowing, baby. Um, stop with your diabetes. Um, 
is that they actually attach, like, you know how for dips or pull-ups, you got, like, weighted stuff. Yeah, to the belt, yeah, 25, 45 pounds if you're one of those douchebags that are like, ooh, look at me, baby. And there's actually dudes that do that on their scrotum and their penis to extend it. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. First of all, if you do that at the gym, you should be arrested. Like, that's something, all right. That's the definition of an at-home workout. And even if you do it at home, like, honestly... It should still be like slightly public indecency, even though you're inside your home. It it's like, all right, man. Like if some like if someone like honestly, if your wife comes home and she sees you doing it, she's like, oh my god, she should honestly have every right to file for divorce. And you should get like ninety eight percent of your shit taken. If 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 your spouse comes home and she sees you doing those kegel but for your dick movements, hey, you know what? It's not happening. She's either accepted what you got or I don't know what to tell you. But neither here nor there. But it's about the whole it's about the whole top to bottom uh in synchronization. You don't want to have skinny legs and a thick chest. You don't want to have big arms and a flat titty chest. You don't want to have a f- big ass and then like, you know, no traps. You don't want to have the worst is having no ass. And the rest of your body is like, and like the main thing is you want to, you you want to have composition, top to bottom. But let's anyways back 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 to the hypothetical tutorial. Let's say you know I'm showing her like, hey, you know you gotta keep your keep your elbows out, control your movements, go slow. You know, really feel it in your chest, the pectoral, the shoulders. You feel it all, baby. Uh, you'll feel it in your heart, <laughs> and I'm feeling it right now. Uh, oh shit! There was actually a quote about heartbeat. No, actually, I wrote a quote and and something I was working on. Script I was working on. It's actually a pretty fire line. Oh, I want to share it. I reread it today, and I'm like, oh baby, it was like, uh, shit. How'd I go? It was ah, Jesus, damn it! I forgot it. It's a pretty long one. Anyways. But let's say I'm showing, I'm showing the, showing the dips, and you know she's about eye, she's about eye level with my waist when I go down, and when I come up, my feet are like close to. And every time I come up, she smells my feet, and it is just ratchet. It is funky. It is nasty, as Raven would say. Oh, that's so not a Raven review for my feet. Um, hopefully I do not, hopefully, you know, they have Yelp dick reviews. Hopefully they don't have Yelp feet smell reviews. That's the one I'm more worried about. Hey, you know what? I would rather, honestly, I would rather woman, I would rather have every girl I've ever been with shit on those Yelp dick reviews. It's like, eh, what are you going to do? The feet shit, that, that'll keep them all away. It's like, oh. Like, for some reason, someone that smells, that has smells in a particular area, or B.O., or if you have bad feet smell, it is just a non-starter. Ooh, that smell. Uh, but that's the thing. I've never been told I have bad feet smell. But I know I do. At least when I'm wearing those shoes and after I work out. It's so much worse. And you can spray all the amount of spray you want. Sooner or later, 
it's it's like putting air in your tire when you you got to leak it somewhere. You got to miss a line. You got some fucked up rotors and axles. Like, look, you can keep putting air in this tire every couple days to make yourself feel better to get where you need to go. But sooner or later, you have to fix the problem. And the problem is you've had these shoes for three plus years and you have used them for every little thing. Just buy some shoes. But here's the problem. Shoes, as any person, and the only reason I'm going to go in depth with this, because shoes are like pants. But the only difference is your pants can be ever-changing. Your size of your pants can be ever-changing based on your weight, your fluctuation as a man or a woman, I guess. Like, you know, over time, there's ebbs and flows to your body weight. Your body changes for a lot of reasons, all right? Pants are one thing. I've grown in and out of pants, back into pants, back out of pants, to ripping my pants. When I start ripping my pants, that's like the wake-up call to me. Like, oh, Clint, oh. But the shoes is what bothers me the most. Because there's nothing worse than when you go to the shoe store. It's never a pleasant experience. The people that work at the shoe store, they're not shoe experts. Like, at least if you go to department stores, they at least, like, kind of pretend to tell you what looks good on you. Like, you can ask for their opinion, like, you know, hey, does this dress look good on me? And they'll be like, hmm, I don't know. How about this one that's, like, $40 more? Even though I don't get fucking commission off this shit, I get paid 12 13 bucks an hour whether you buy this $18 dress or $58. But, hey... The company gave me pay time off this year. And severance pay when they go under. Um, (laughs) But the thing about shoes that is so frustrating is that what if the shoe was on the other foot? Well, that means it would be inversed. Um, Oh, Jesus, Clint. Talk about inverse function, like this whole pod. Uh, Hold on, let me take a sip of my ghost sponsor today, Ghost Blue Raspberry. Yes, I know I tell every episode that I need to stop drinking these, but hey, when you haven't done an episode in like over a week, it's like, hey, I can do whatever the fuck I want. I earned it. You're going to have to do more than just, huh? But, uh, shoes are so frustrating. Because you can try them on the store, put the one shoe on, tie them up exactly, do the laces exactly how you're going to do them, walk around the store, you know, for five minutes, pretending like, ooh, these feel good and all this shit, not realizing you're just walking on basic ass rug carpet. And it's like, mm, you know what? And then it's like, mm, is it a little too long at the toe? Is it a little too tight? And you think, mm, the width and circumference of it, it seems pretty right. It's like, okay, I like this. And then you start, like, pretending to do up-downs. You know, you start jogging in place a little bit, lifting your leg a couple times. Like, oh, these are great. 80 bucks. Here you go. Like, that's our judgment for making these investments. Some that we wear every fucking day. You know, it's weird. Some that I wear every fucking day, 10, 12, 14 hours, approximately in a day. I am so rigid on spending money on. But I will spend money on food 
10 bucks for a takeout, something that's going to be done in like nine minutes. Think about that. Think about how dumb that is. But one actually makes me happy, and one consistently rewards me with what I seek out from it. For some reason, my shoes don't want to give me back the love. Even though they, you know, go on my feet every day, and I do what I got to do with it. You know? It just, uh... Yeah. Shoot. And then, and then you buy these shoes. The people at the store, the shoe store, what are they going to tell you? Like, yeah, they look like, looks like you could walk in them. Like, they, they can't get inside the shoe. They don't have a camera inside the shoe. Be like, mm, yeah, I don't know, your toes are a little separated, the gel. Maybe I recommend, you know, you get a little booster up in there. Like, th- there's nothing they can help you with. No one at a shoe store is really, like, in love with shoes. I've never met a single person that works at a shoe store, that's like excited to help some kids get some My Little Pony slippers or to get some douchebag, some John Boat shoes. Like, I've and like someone like, hey, I'm looking actually for a casual, you know, for when I go out with the ladies. It's like, uh, I got you, man. It's like, no, there's never that type of conversation. That's just not what happens. All right. <clears throat> And the most frustrating part is that you you try them on, and then for some reason, the second you leave the store, second you get home, the next day you try it on, you're like, yes, I got new shoes, it's that new shoe feeling, it's that first day of school feeling, and then you walk around and you're like, this doesn't feel like how it felt yesterday, and you, you're even like, okay, so when I try it on the shoe, I factor in that I always wear two pairs of socks. Always I'll wear these types of socks. What if I wear thick and thin socks? Whatever the fuck. Ankle socks, long socks, mid socks. And you put all that in consideration. And for some reason, when you try it on at home and in life, it doesn't fit anymore. Now it's too tight. Now it's uncomfortable. Now you just fucking hate yourself. And you're like, what the fuck did I just do? <clears throat> so yes, now your feet don't smell, but they also don't fit. What now? Feet just, you know, feet are these weird feet. I'm looking at my feet right now. I'm literally looking at my feet right now. And I hate them. Sorry if you have foot. I'm sorry if you guys have foot fetishes, but I hate my feet because I could tell one part's a little slightly bigger than the other from swollenness from tying my shoes too tight. Because I'm a whitey tidy type of guy. Um, <laughs> oh Jesus! And uh, I could just tell like the frustrating part about shoes. And honestly, about pants, you know, as a man that buys pants, nah, I need to go buy some pants, you know, upgrade my style. I'm too stylish. But the frustrating part about it is that you'll never find your perfect size, except if you go get professional tailored shit type of shit. And if you want to pay crazy amount for that shit, be my guest. 
But for the rest of us normies, I ain't doing all that. I've just settled. I've found a fit. Like, all right, maybe this is a little too tight for the quads and the ass. But hey, it's a slim fitted, baby. Now your boy's slim and fit, 194.6. Just not bragging, just uh, facts. <laughs> and <clears throat> there's just certain things you accept that you'll never find your perfect size. You know, we all have to settle for things in life. I have to settle that I will never find the perfect shoe. I've never had the perfect shoe. I've had perfect shirts. I've even, I've had the perfect, I, I have the perfect underwears. I have perfect socks until they start getting holes in them every fucking time. <clears throat> I have the, find the perfect shirt is great. I've had perfect khaki pants. I've never had perfect jeans. All right, there's just things you settle for. I will, you can never have it all. Even if there's so many options for you to have it all, you just can't. Not ever. Like I have a normal body. I have a pretty standard body. Like you know, I I'm a little bigger than what my size looks like. Like some people think I look like I'm 215 pounds when now I'm actually 190 something. <clears throat> You know, it's one of those things when you can't really tell someone's weight. I think people are also just really bad judging of bad judges of weight. Like, you ask one person, one person will say, you like you're 180 pounds soaking wet. Another person will be like, you're like 228, bro. You're like jacked. It's like, no, I'm not, I'm not jacked. I look better than what I actually perform. And that's a weird feeling when, like, people start complimenting your body. And I know I've been complimenting. I've been talking about my body way too much. But I find it fascinating the way some people look and treat me different. When I can't keep letting shit slide. I'm the same guy. Uh, I guess uh, I just need a girl to ride, ride, ride. Ah, Jesus. I need a girl part one or part two. Which one's better? I don't know. At first, part two was like the main version I always heard. Part two of I Need a Girl was like Confessions part two. Confessions part two is the confessions that everyone actually knows. Confessions part one, like actually a lot of people don't even know that part exists. But it's actually a good setup to Confessions part two. But I Need a Girl part one with Usher. uh, I believe... uh, Leon and someone else in it. It's actually really good. And the more I've listened back and forth, I'm like, I don't know. I'm starting to get on the first side, part one. Uh, I need a girl to ride, ride. Uh, that's part two, but yeah. Anyways, uh, and but it's fascinating how people do kind of have a bad like look at you and can just. Like, you, like, you've lived this long on earth. You know body weight measurements. You know what typically someone looks like. You typically know you see something like, ah, they probably weigh within a 20-pound variance. When you're 30-plus pounds off of how much I weigh, I'm like, what's wrong with your eyes? Like, I hope I never play a game of spades with you. Because if I give you a wink, which sets as a teammate, like, man, I got three here, and you'll be like, Oh, he's got 10 suits. We're putting down 22 as a team. It's like, you can't even win that much. It's like, we're going to... Um, should you overbook or underbook? Let's just make it general in life. 
it's always better than the underbook. Because, you know what, you overbook, you have too many things, have too many people. Does anything with too many people ever go well? You can have too less people, and then you each person could double down on how much fun they have. You have too many people. It's like being a master of none, but you know how to do a lot of shit. Or if you have a few people, you make the best of it. You have a lot of people that can try a lot of shit. But anyways, it's also weird like when you buy pants in any type of clothing, there's nothing better than when you put it on the fitting room and it feels so goddamn like, "Mm, if I leave this fitting room with this, someone's sucking my nipples outside of here. It's going to happen. I'm not even going to get the check out. Like, someone is putting their hands in my pants. No one's going to let me leave this area looking like this. And then you leave, and then you put it on, and then you put it back in the bag, you buy the clothes, and then, like, a couple nights later, you, you know, take it out in the town. Maybe not even the town. Let's just say, you know what, I'm going to go to Target with this and uh, go get a Slurpee and go grocery shopping and... Let me just go uh, walk around Target and see what's happening. Let me go around the world market and see what's happening. Let me go inside of REI and let me see what's happening. Let me just walk around the fucking mall. I don't know. And you know what happens? You realize no one gives a fuck. No one gives a fuck about what you're wearing. We live in this such a... Ah, Jesus, you're just kind of getting preachy. We live in this such, like, main character... Everyone's looking at us when we walk by. And I know the party don't start till I walk in. But, um, actually, like, the party has started way before. And, actually, you kind of stopped the party. You actually kind of interrupted. You actually kind of made it worse. Um, Jesus, I'm really shitting the pot on this one. Um, in bed. What do you know? Uh... This is also the part, you know, being in shape, I'm not funny. I've lost it. I think, you know, you know what's the problem? I'm actually too confident. I'm actually too confident to come on the pod and be funny. Because I'm too funny in person. I got too much flirty quirkiness. You know, you know, I, I'm starting to get a little engagement back in this, that, and the other. And then, like, I come on the pod, I'm like, I don't feel like I got nothing to prove. I just want to be a normal person. It's weird that now, before, in the real world, I was just kind of this quirky, and or, like, in the real world, I was just normal. And I would come on the pod to get my shit off. Now, in the real world, I do what I used to do on the pod, and now on the pod, I'm the boring guy. What's wrong with me? I'm boring. I'm a whitey, tidy. I'm I'm just a whitey tidy guy now. I think honestly, I think I'm way too sexy without the Rico charge. Oh Jesus. Yeah, by the way. Young Slime Life. That's the name of y'all's like gang activity. Like young slime life? Sounds like a Nick at Night Beach Volleyball Tournament team. Young Slime Life. 
I like how everyone's like, you know, oh, now everyone wants to talk about, oh, well, you know, Young Thug, he has this many kids, this person, they have kids, so this would be really unfortunate. I hope, you know, I hope it gets settled, and it's just a miss. It's like, you know what? They, if they cared so much about their kids' well-being and all this shit, they wouldn't have done all this shit to put themselves or their family in positions to possibly lose their family because they're going to go to jail for 50-plus years. So I hate when people kind of say that shit. You know, for their sake, let's hope. Uh, and it is sad that they're going to be kids without, uh, honestly, probably, there's going to be a lot of people without money coming in because they, because simply people that make that much money provide for a lot of people, especially the kids, the mothers involved and all that stuff. Like, yeah, it's going to, it's going to stop a lot of shit. A lot of money's going to stop coming in. And... There's going to be kids now probably growing up without their father or their father behind bars and all this shit. But at the same time, I don't really feel bad because in day, accountability has to be held because they put a hit out for a 14-year-old to be in the crosshairs. That right there, plus multiple voter incidents, I'm not really going to get too deep into it because I don't know a whole lot about it. But, uh, you know, where's uh, Drake in the game when you need to come out with the Rico Part 2? Funny of all the people that have on a song called Rico, Drake, <laughs> of all fucking people, which is funny because he he makes references in song all the time about putting the beats on people, about having his guard have, have the beats, like you know, make a play on words there, or having someone go, "Don't make me sin," you know, basically send a hit out to beat your ass, not kill you, but to beat your ass. All right, if you keep talking about me, and. I don't know, it, it, it's that situation, because yeah, there's going to be kids growing up now without their father and everything, but at the same time, their father put themselves in positions to potentially lose their family by participating in this severe of activity. So, I don't know, I understand that, you know, people come from backgrounds and shit like that, I'm not, you know, I understand that, but at a certain point... Uh, you do make a decision of when you get to a certain age or a certain point in your life that you want to repeat cycles or do you want to change them? I know it's easier said than done, but when you got your family and all that at stake, if that wasn't enough to make you change, then what is? Um, I don't think that's unfair to mention. But anyways, back to the pants and shoes. Um, yeah. Fitting rooms. You know, I, also, you know, well, the thing about fitting rooms that's fascinating to me. I haven't been in a fitting room in a while. I do plan on going one in the future. I am trying to upgrade the wardrobe because I'm going at war with uh, my clothes because they don't want to fit. Um, <laughs> yeah, talk about that being a fear. A fear of losing weight is I'm not going to have any clothes. And then I'm going to have to spend fucking money. That is a scary thing. Now to spend money, just keep up with my nipples. Not peeking through. Um, It's just, uh, yeah. The thing about fitting rooms is, alright, so you go in. There's two, like, people either go in there with two items or nine plus. No one goes in there with a reasonable two shirts, 
two pants, maybe a hat, which I don't know why you need to try a hat in a fitting room, but you know, maybe you want to like see if it goes with something cool, whatever. But so you, you get in there. And God, like, you know, the, the mirrors are insane. There's a side mirror, then there's the one on the door, then there's, like, a hanger thing where you put your hangers on and all this shit. And then if you don't want something, do you leave it in the fitting room? Or when you go out to the center hub area, do you give it to the person that's there? It's like, hey, I don't want these. And they just look at you like, yeah, you knew you didn't want this from the jump. And now I have to... Put it back in the car. And then for the next three hours. Put all the shit back up. And I put the same shit back up. Every fucking day. Because you fucking people. Just have nothing to do. So you come to a fucking store. And just try on clothes. That some of you. Can't afford the amount that you're trying on. And most of you. Just need a hobby. Go bowling or something. I don't know. Get some bowling clothes. As much time you could have spent perfecting something. You'd be surprised how much, how many hours people spend trying on clothes. Talk about the 10,000 hour rule. I guess, uh, definitely not saying yes to this dress. But, uh, if you got property, I'll address you. Okay. And undress you. Um, and undress your address. Okay, um, yeah, I, I do feel bad for the for the people that work in fitting rooms, the fitting room section, because it's just nothing but ass wipes going in there, like, and especially the people that go in there multiple times in a visit, I'm sorry, I will give you two separate visits into the fitting room, and one trip to the store, right? Like, let's say you go to the store, you pick out some shit, you go to the fitting room, they give you a number, alright, you have six items, you try on six items, maybe you keep two of them, and then you go back out there, and you pass by some stuff, mm, actually I like this, actually I want, actually fuck it, we're gonna try on more shit, you go back and like, hey, welcome back, and then like, you know what, cool, go and try some more shit, but you know what, if you leave... And then you go back into the store and you get more shit and go back a third time. I might slap you in the fucking face. I just might. I might just grab all your shit until you get the fuck out. You're not going to sit here and occupy a fitting room. For three hours approximately over three separate times that you want to try on clothes. Like, I understand you don't know your size. Fine. Let's say you get the wrong size the first time. You go back out there. And you get a bigger size. Because no one actually gets a size too big. We always think that we're in better shape. Or smaller than we are. We try to give ourselves too much credit. Um, And like, ah, shit. Huh? I guess I just gotta accept it. And I feel bad for the fitting room. Employees. That's got to be like the worst job in a retail clothing store. Anything. There's nothing worse than being in charge of the fitting rooms. Because you're just watching people lie to themselves. About how much they can't fit into shit. (laughs) 
and you you deal with the the worst. And the worst part is like when people, uh, God forbid, if they actually have like a friend or something with them, and they walk out of the fitting room with the outfit they tried on with the tags and shit hanging, and like, do I look good? You know, what do you think? It's like if I sit here and tell you, not for you, honey. Are you really going to be like, you know what? I appreciate the honesty. You're going to be like, well, you know, I think I think it actually goes well. Actually, I think it's great. I'm going to get it. All right. And then what if I tell, oh, my God, you look banging. And you're going to be like, mm, I don't know. Is it really that great? It's like, eh, probably not for me now because it'll probably be for the next one. Um, but it's so bit. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> oh Jesus, I, I've lost it. I I lost it all. I have no potting game now. I have no. I have no game. I said it. I have no game. I'm sitting here talking about fucking no moss pantalones in in the fitting room. You know what? Fitting rooms are only good to get ahead. There, you know what? Let's make it sexual. You know what? The fitting room is only meant to fit my dick and how much room you have in your mouth. You don't need a lot. So, you know what? Trust me. I will not... You will not have to get a smaller size. It's right here, baby. Um, <laughs> just pry your mouth open with the hanger. Oh, Jesus. Hang these nuts in your mouth. What? You you really think I came into the fitting room? Oh, I had a came into the fitting room. You really think I came into the fitting room to try these Arizona jeans with you in the fitting room? The fact that they allowed you to come in this fitting room with me, they're like, oh, the these young whippersnappers are just, you know, she's just making sure that his hip ratio, and they're just making sure he doesn't go out looking like a bum. It's like, no, I'm trying to go into her bum. All right, let, let's not get this fucked up. You know what? And here's why I respect the fitting the fitting room ladies. The fitting room employees. They're like, you know what? I don't give a fuck. Go in there. Make a glory hole. Go in there. Be 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 young people. Be in love. I'm not gonna stop your love. I know no one comes to these stores to just, you know, uh find themselves, to just find their fit. No, they're trying to find their fit. To get the bits, alright? They, we all are only going out to buy decent clothes. So we can have the opposite sex or the same sex, whatever you're into. Like, I'm not going out to buy any decent clothes. Except, if I'm, except if we're, if we're going to be honest, like, I'm trying to attract my future baby mama. <laughs> Nah, I'm trying, like, yeah, I'm I'm trying to get a girl looking like, mm, this guy looks like he pretends to give a fuck about himself. Like, you gotta at least have two outfits to show that you pretend to give a fuck. You gotta have more than one, because you gotta have the one good outfit. But then if you go on three dates in a row and you're wearing your same fucking green uh, graphic shirt, bland green shirt with your khakis like at a certain point she's gonna be like do you have any other clothes i understand this fits you well but i'm honestly concerned you don't want to get to the point where they start being like you know what we need to go shopping 
Because once you do that, then you're just basically your Kindle, and it's like, this is awkward. And then you're in a bone like, ah, I don't know if I want that, and this and that. Then you make them feel bad, and then it's like you're having another woman buy you clothes, and it's like, what are you, my mother? I hope so. Um, <laughs> but, well, yeah. Uh, I want to do things with you that I wouldn't do with my mother. Uh, alone time. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, no. So, it's, you know, we, we, we buy clothes. I don't, I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't give a fuck what people say. People, we do not dress up for ourselves. Anyone that tells, this is for me. It's like, no, it fucking is it. It is for people to see you. So then you see you in the mirror. You're like, yeah, I see you. That's all it's for. All right. When I'm at the gym, I know what clothes I'm wearing. I know the one. I don't wear tight fitted clothes. I wear clothes. Here's the secret. Here's the secret to looking sexy in the gym without a be without being a douche, right? It's okay to wear tank tops and shit. If you're gonna do it, then do it. The best shit to do is wear a slightly loose kind of cotton shirt with. It could just be a plain shirt, or it could be some with I don't know a Superman logo on it, where it's loose around your stomach and body. But enough to show what you got when you get it going. If you know, you know. Okay? If you have something to show when you get it going, maybe it's your arms, maybe it's your legs, maybe it's your chest. It's enough to show where people have an idea like, okay. But it's not like I I didn't come to the gym for you to see it, right? Like, that wasn't my goal. Like, when I went to the gym, there was this dude. And I don't criticize what people wear. Wear what you want, right? This dude was wearing booty shorts. 5 p.m. in the day, by the way. Not, like, late at night. Like, if you go late at night and no one's there type of shit, go shirtless. I don't give a fuck. Middle day with the most people there. This dude had a hat, a kind of tight white t-shirt. Yeah, he was in decent shape. Then he had these booty shorts on, right? And they weren't athletic shorts. They were like a cargo-ish, but like literally from like the top half of the quad up. So let's just say very little left to the imagination. If you get my drift, you get where I'm swinging. And uh, his swing sets weren't really swinging, but you know what? Confidence is key. And of course, what was he doing? Leg day. And I appreciate it. You know what? Don't skip leg day. Because you know what? He needed it, let's just say. But. Stuff like that. It's like, alright, I see what you're doing. You are trying too hard. To not get me hard. (laughs) Kidding. But. It's like, I see what you're doing. And it comes off as so desperate. I feel like I'm starting to sound like Hitch. Talk about a slap in the face. I'm so, okay, talk about a hitch, a hitch in the elbow on the dip. Uh, see what I did there. Oh, Jesus. Uh, 
is maybe the worst pot I've ever done, which means when I'm re- which means when I'm doing the description and re-listen to parts of it, I'll be like, man, this one was it. Uh But man, like people that try so hard at the fucking gym. And I don't mean the work. Like that's that's also the thing. It's not about necessarily to me what's really attractive at the gym. It's not really about if someone's in the greatest of shape. It's about when you're at the gym, are you actually at the gym? Are you in the gym? Ooh. Damn, I just did like a little quote without even... Are you actually at the gym or are you just in the gym? Because it's two different things. When you're at the gym... Like to me, when I hear the word at the gym, you are at the gym doing... Your shit, doing you're supposed to, you are sweating, you are putting in work. When you're just in the gym, you're just in there. And you're just in there thinking, if I'm around it, something's going to spark. If I'm around it and in it, I feel like I'm doing something. Which I'll always give credit to people that just show up because that's better than nothing. And most, a lot of times, and I'll even admit, like, you know, something like, I... They say if you just, it's like if you get past the first 15 minutes, you can basically, you, your body will naturally get in the motion of, it's just that sometimes that initial barrier of wanting to do it and the initial pain, well not even pain, but just like, uh fuck. But you can definitely tell, like, it seems like a lot of people that go with the busiest of times are just there to do fucking bicep curls. Like, dude, I didn't do any bicep curls. And I was doing more weight than all you bitches. And all you dudes weighed more than me, have bigger technical muscles. But you can't do the shit I can do. Because I have muscle memory. I put in the time and work. And you're just sitting there, ooh, look in the mirror like, ooh, 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 look at me, curl, curl, curl. Doing so many curls, you know what, you should compete in the fucking Olympics and do that fucking dumbass curling shit where you're like, ooh, let me, let me pry it open before the sled goes. Like, fuck you. All, like, all dudes do is fucking curls. Well, they have ankles the size of my nose. It It is insanity to me that when dudes go in there middle day and think that the the the, the women that were in there are just staring at them like, ooh, look at that bicep. Like, the bicep is going to be the fucking one that fucks the shit out of them. No, man. They're looking at your hips. They're looking at your legs because that's where, that's where the power comes from. Did you play any fucking sports? Don't you know that most of the power... When you throw a football, most of the power comes from your legs. You fucking know that, right? You know most of the speed when you throw a baseball comes from your legs? Anything of meaning, a lot of your strength is in your legs, your flexibility. And you're sitting there doing fucking curls? Like, fuck you. And you're sitting there... Just desperately hoping some of the women look at you. But guess what they looking? Me. And you know what I was doing? Tricep. <laughs> I know you, you thought I was going to be like, oh, yeah, I was actually doing, uh, I was actually doing 
reverse uh fucking planks and all this shit like nah i was doing tricep pull downs like i'm I'm no better than anyone else like i'm, I'm a douchebag but i did it after i did all the good shit see i, I saved the the aesthetics for last and let me tell you why i'm even going deep into that shit it's because i, I was getting these stank ass looks from these dudes and it's weird when you it's, it's weird when you see these stank ass dudes looking at you because you're doing a bunch of different shit. And they're just over there doing the same regurgitated basic stationary, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But they're giving me stank ass looks because I'm doing push-ups in between my sets, this and that, to keep the body going. Like, I'm one of those people. If I wait too long in between sets, I, I kind of get out of it, right? I like to do little things, like even just push-ups or even just stretching like this that and the other doing like some weird yoga pose or doing some band work i've been doing a lot of band work and uh band with it oh band with me now (laughs) drummer boy um because i'm definitely beating to my own drum hashtag often beats and this whole pod has been off and i'm beating myself up for it like Amber Heard. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. That was actually pretty funny. Oh, Amber. Oh, Amber Alert. Um, <laughs> um, there should be Amber Alert for guys' legs. Where have the legs gone? Uh, but yeah, no. What's dumb is like, these dudes don't realize that they're just doing curls, and they're not even doing them right, they're doing fast, they're just doing this and that, and they're literally just doing it just to do it, they don't, like, there's no intent, and that's what bothers me, when you're in the gym, and it's supposed, and I'm not talking about people that are, like, just trying to get back into it, and stuff like that, I respect people, honestly, I respect people that are trying to get more back into it, or people that are just starting from a rough place or a starting point. And they're just trying to find what works. They're just trying to push themselves. And I respect that so much more than dudes who act like they're experienced. And they just do fucking absolutely nothing, even though they technically did something. Because all they care about is their arms, not realizing. Your two biceps literally take 4% of your whole fucking body. Not a single, not a single ab workout. They just hog the same 20 square feet area near the dumbbells and they just look dumb, to be honest. Not even, I wasn't even going to make a pun about being dumb, but you know, ring the bell, like Zach and Cody, because uh, you're on the wrong floor, bitch. You'd be getting low on the squats. And they're just over there doing the same pull, push, pull, push. And there's no variation. There's no difference in their biceps. Nothing. And I'm over there. Shoulder, hammer, curl, side, this, that, the other, forearm, boom, elbow, pull-ups, this, that. And they're giving me the stank look like I'm bothering them. Like, fuck you. You know what? Step up your game. It's not my fault. I'm sexy and I know it. And I'm sorry if my confidence is starting to come off as douchey. It's not even confidence. It is when you want to be a douche about it. 
And I'm specifically talking about two dudes. The dude with the shorts, he was actually cool. Like, he didn't make no... I just found that situation kind of odd. But, you know, when you're really at the gym, when you start going gym regular, you go different times of the day, you see different type of people. You see the people who actually are trying to... Who are actually in there to do something and give a shit. And you see people in there... In the middle of days, like, why would you voluntarily go when there's 30 people in this small fucking 120-foot square gym? Why would you voluntarily come at that time? At its busiest. You could literally wait an hour and then not. Because I was there for three hours. I was I showed up, like, around 3, and I was there to about, actually, 3.30. And I was there till shit, like, 7. Jesus Christ, I really put in the work that day. And I was sitting there, and I just, I I was more, I was doing my own thing. I wasn't even focused on other people. But when you're working out, and people are just looking at you because you're actually doing the most work, so by default, people just kind of look around and look at who's actually doing shit. And then there's this weird thing that goes on with guys where they try to secretly compete. But it's not like direct, like, oh yeah, watch this. It's like, they see you do like some forearm exercise extend the elbows on the side then all of a sudden they want to fucking do it it's like you have never done this fucking exercise in your life and your feet are too narrow (laughs) you're fucking up your knees um that's how i know you've never done it all right um and you just see you just see who actually is genuine that, that's the theme of today's show, genuineness. Um, I don't know if this theme for the whole show, but that's the theme of this segment. Genuineness. Is your reason for being in there genuine? And you could want to work out and not want to be necessarily visibly bigger, visibly stronger, necessarily like that. You could just want to work out because it makes you feel good. Because it at least makes you, uh, it challenges yourself. It, it just makes you breathe better. It has nothing to do with losing weight, gaining muscle and shit like that. Is your reason genuine? Or are you literally there just to kind of look like a douchebag? And to be big and strong and to have some vascularity for no good fucking reason. When you do nothing in your daily life to actually warrant doing that shit. With, if you actually had to use your muscles, you would not be able to do anything but lift up. Like, literally, you have no variation in your strength. All you can do is lift a barbell. Can you lift, can you lift a 150-pound cylinder block if you had to move it from your back fence so dogs don't go over there and have it fall on them? Could you? I don't know. Could you climb a fucking fence if a dog was about to bite your fucking ass? Could you? I don't know. You know, I, I just, uh, I, I want to sound like I'm coming off as a douche for it, guys. I, I, I like, I, I, it's just things when you get back and you realize, like, because I'll be honest, like, I see the work I put in the past six, seven months of changing my body, at least back to a better place. And I think in some ways it's better physically. Like, I'm 
thinner, but good thinner. Not like I lost a shitload of weight and I lost my muscle. Like I've retained a lot of my muscle and gained some. I've gained more strength more than anything. I I haven't felt this strong forever, but I used to be technically bigger, but I'm more cut now. And my thing is when I... I see what I did the the sacrifice and shit I had to make, and when I'm talking about dudes my age, I'm not I'm not talking about dudes with health problems and shit or people with health problems. I'm talking about people my dudes specifically my age who have all the benefits of testosterone, prosperity, you know, I don't know, fucking PCP, whatever the fuck these dudes are on these days. And these dudes take all these supplements, all these pre workouts, all this creatine, and I don't take none of that shit. And I am fucking your ass in the gym. Might as well be. Because I because like I walked in and all the ladies of attention that all the three or four ladies of attention that you're trying to get, but honestly, they're not really paying attention to you. They're sitting there just marking their book. I the every single girl, every single woman that was there, they had a notebook and they were actually keeping track of their work. I don't do that shit, you know, all the power to them. It just shows how much dumb men are. Is that we could sit there and actually we care so much about how we look and gains, but if we actually kept a checklist and what we were doing, progression and everything, we would actually be better at what we're doing. Whereas like, I'm just gonna go in there and curl. <laughs> and I and I go in there and as Thomas Wright would say. I was the star of the show, and I, I'm I'm a really shy person. I'm not so I'm not going to look around. I'm not so I don't talk to Pete strangers at the gym. I don't really like flirting with girls at the gym. I shouldn't say I don't like flirting because, but I don't really like interrupting people's workout. Um, and I think people are very people that respect when people are working when they see someone real. They don't want to interrupt that. But I feel like a lot of dudes go to the gym. To not really work out, but to literally just hopefully, desperately get a single woman's attention there. When if they just did the work, they would get the attention without them actually seeking it. But hey, what do I know? I'm just a whitey tidy guy with a tidy body. Tidy tidy. Oh, it's so tight. And so is her. After three kids. Um, <laughs> oh, Stacy. Oh, Stacy. All right. That was a terrible episode. But most importantly, uh, synopsis of today's videos. Today's episode is uh, respect the fitting room. Um, get foot spray. Your feet probably smell. And it can be a difference between the love of your life coming to your life or her being like, Ooh, that smell. And then, you know, one, one, hygiene is one of those things where uh, once you have that stigma on you, it's really hard to take that stench off. No pun intended. Um, oh, yeah. And also, uh, stop being attention, desperately attention seeking at the gym. Just do the work. And all the attention will come your way, whether you like it or not. It's so overwhelming. Um, yeah. So, that was episode 144. Don't forget to like, comment, follow the pod, subscribe, and suck some titties. And I'm back. Even if this episode made me wish that 
uh, I was paralyzed. Alright guys, have a great day whenever this is posted. I just consider this a bonus episode. It'll probably be posted Sunday or some shit, so. Have a great one.